Shaloha, everyone. Rabbi Rachel coming to you from the big island of Hawaii. Grateful to be here with you. It's episode three. Wow. I can't believe we're here. Thank you all for being with me on this journey. I'm so grateful you have chosen to be here now. So before we go any further, I would like to just bring us all in together with a breath and a prayer. So wherever you are, just stop and take a deep breath. So that we can all come together in that breath, that energy that we share. And I'll share the prayer for new beginnings, the prayer for celebration, because here we are, another moment, which I believe is always a celebration. Every moment is a chosen moment for celebration. So and even if you don't know Hebrew, please know that Hebrew is a vibrational language And listening to the prayer and the words will affect your energy and your being. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam shehechianu v'kiamanu v'higianu lazman hazeh. Amen. Ah, women. Blessed are you, Adonai our God, the chosen eternal one who blesses us with this joyous occasion, this moment. And this moment is a gift, and this occasion is a gift, and I'm grateful to be here with all of you again. And the intention for this week is, who am I? Who am I? Let's look deeper at that concept. I was reading a paper that I wrote while I was in rabbinical school, and there was a quote in there that I came across, and it said, if you never say, who am I, can you ever say, I am? And I am was obviously last week's theme, last week's intention. So I think we need to back up a little and say, who am I? Who am I? What are we looking at? What are we looking at as a collective society? And who am I as an individual? Maybe before I can define myself, I need to look deeper at who I really am, the choices I make, and what I'm doing. I'd be remiss if I didn't take a moment to stop and talk about the shootings that happened at the Chabad in Poway in San Diego. It's really um, surreal for me to think about that this is happening again. We just had this the tragedy at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, and now for this to happen, and this really, really hits home for me because A, I used to live in San Diego before I was here on the Big Island, and I used to teach jazzercise in Poway. Yes, the rabbi taught jazzercise. It feels like it was a past life, but it happened. And one of the people shot in the shooting was the rabbi. And that's a really, really scary thing for me as a rabbi. I'm not going to lie. I would have to be honest and tell everyone that it's scary sometimes putting yourself out there to be different, to be a voice, to stand up for something that's different. Because I don't consider myself the typical rabbi or the average rabbi or the stereotypical rabbi, what people would expect. It's it's different being a female rabbi, and it's different being a female rabbi that's very welcoming of all cultures, of all people, and is really trying to unify as opposed to divide. And this blatant anti-Semitism is, is really, really scary. There's no way around it. We're at a point in our world and in our society where hate and fear are on the rise. And Yom HaShoah is coming up. Tomorrow, actually, today, where you're listening to this. Uh, Yom HaShoah is Holocaust Remembrance Day. And it's it's divine timing, if you really stop to think about it, because the Holocaust is something where we need to look back and say, this didn't happen to us, it happened to us. 
because everyone believes that this could never happen again, but then how did it happen in the first place? How is it happening now? And how are we so unaware and closed as a society that we can't open up and see what's going on? Part of the reason I actually became a rabbi was while I was in Israel, I had the pleasure of going to Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial in Jerusalem. And one of the most powerful, powerful things about Yad Vashem is before you get to all the tragedy that happened, they take you through how it happened, the media, the manipulation, Hitler's rise to power. Many fail to realize that Hitler came to power during a democracy. He didn't come in a dictator. He became a dictator after being elected by the people in a democracy. Now, I'm not trying to get political. I'm not doing that at all. I'm just saying we need to look at that, that history, that reality, that fact, that in reality, people, us, put Hitler in power. And he was able to do one of the most atrocious things to ever happen on our planet. And it's a scary time to be different. Whether you're a white guy or you're Asian or you're Latina or you're gay, whatever it may be, or you're Jewish, it's a scary time to be different because hate and fear seem to be on the rise. Or maybe they've always been on the rise. So maybe we can stop and look back and say, okay, who am I? What are these labels that define me? And what are these labels that separate me? I even feel like sometimes, you know, being Jewish can separate me as a label. My view of Judaism is not that at all. My view of Judaism is complete inclusivity. The fact that everything kind of started with Judaism, and you look at the fact that Judaism was monotheistic, is monotheistic, mono meaning one, that we're all one people, one God, and maybe, just maybe, these stories that we've been telling for 5,779 years are meant to bring us all together and in some ways maybe even prevent what was meant to happen what it has happened, or to give us the choice or the free will that we can control it, that we can change it, that we can look at the fact that we fear what's different than us. Deep down, it's eternal. Everyone subconsciously fears that which is different. I'm really active in the interfaith communities in action here on the Big Island of Hawaii. And our goal is to end family homelessness. And we're actually really close to reaching this goal. It's really awesome. But they have a talk coming up called The Fear of the Other. And it's this whole idea that people don't want to help those who are homeless. People don't want to help those who are less fortunate because they're different, because they're other. Or maybe deep down they actually do want to help, but they feel so uncomfortable they don't know how. We need to get back to the place where we see this sameness within ourselves. Where again, we can look at the Holocaust and say, this happened to us as a people. It took years for America to get involved. Millions of lives were lost that can never, ever be done. The end of Yad Vashem is actually walking into a hall of lives that were lost, the names that aren't even known. These souls that were just taken off of our planet for no reason but hate and bigotry and ignorance and fear of the other. Fear, this deep-rooted fear of the unknown as opposed to seeing the sameness in what it is. You know, I mean, I think about school shootings that happen all the time. I remember Columbine. I remember being in elementary school in fifth grade in Mrs. McHenry's classroom when Columbine happened. 
And I remember going home that day and my mom saying, you're supposed to send your kids to school to feel safe. And now these things happen in our country on almost a daily basis, sadly. And we as a people aren't even phased by them. Whoa, who am I? If I don't stand up for something, I'll fall for anything, right? Like, what's best for me? What's best for society? How do I ensure that I'm going to do and play a part in history that's on the good side? How do we not recognize history repeating itself, but we have the power of choice and the power to change it? If I never ask who am I, can I ever say I am? It's a question. It's a question. It's open-ended. Before you can make this statement, maybe you need to look deeper at the choices that you make, the choices that we all make as a whole. It's scary to be a rabbi in a time where people are walking in and shooting rabbis for no other point than the fact that they are rabbis. But am I going to stop being a rabbi? Am I going to stop sharing my voice? Am I going to give in to the hate and fear? No, absolutely not. What, was, what did we talk about last week? Moses. There was all sorts of obstacles in the way. There are always obstacles in the way. Fear is always there. It is always present in us. It is always present in our lives. But when we bring awareness to fear, awareness to the fear of what's different, we can choose not to. It's that simple. It's really that simple. I mean, I even think about how part of the reason I've started what I'm starting here on the Big Island of Hawaii is because one of the places where I felt safe as a kid was the Jewish Community Center in Kansas City, where I grew up. Looking back, I felt really safe there. I used to go and run all around and play in the pool and go to exercise classes and be with my friends. I thought nothing bad could happen there. And a few years ago, there was a shooting there. That's insane to me to think about. That's insane to me when I close my eyes and visualize those halls to think about someone with a gun going down them and shooting children. And I could have been that child. But am I going to not build a Jewish community center and synagogue for the first time on this island because of that? Absolutely not. Makes me want to do it more. And that's what needs to happen to us as a society. How do we rise up? How do we recognize that the story of Moses, Yom HaShoah, all these things happening in divine time, we're meant to see something bigger. We're meant to see a sign. And Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day, is also my daughter's six-month birthday. So there's Lador Vador from one generation to the next. I'm so, so, so excited. Next week, I'm going to be having Goldie Lefkowitz who's my friend who lives on the other side of the island. She is a 97-year-old Holocaust survivor. She's a dying generation. The fact she's been able to share her story with my child and her presence with my child is amazing to me. I'm looking forward to her being able to share with all of you because her story needs to be heard. And the most amazing thing about Goldie is she didn't think she was a Holocaust survivor. I had to talk her into sharing her story. She's now a published author and speaks all over the island. She didn't think she had been through the Holocaust. She didn't think she was a survivor. She didn't think she was a victim. Now I'm going to wait and let you guys hear her stories, but you will absolutely know that she was a victim of hate. 
But the point being, sometimes when we're stuck in that, we don't know how wrong it is. We don't know how wrong it really, really is. And for the sake of our future generations, we can't forget where we came from. One of the most important parts of my youth growing up was hearing Holocaust survivors. Many of my friends' grandparents were Holocaust survivors. I had Holocaust survivors in my family. Their stories impacted me in a way I can't even put into words because it touched a place in me where I was able to see myself in another and that if they were to come for me, I would still say I was a Jew and I would actually march to the front and say I was a rabbi. And it wasn't just Jews because we're all people. We're all the same and we're all different. And it's these differences that unify us. It's these differences that make us unique. So, huh, a lot coming through this week. Monday, we have a new moon coming up as well. It's a good time to maybe look at where we're going as a people, as an individual, because the individual plays into the people. It's a good time to set intentions. Ask who am I, say I am. And next week, I will be sitting down to talk with Goldie, Goldie Lefkowitz again, who's a 97-year-old Holocaust survivor, who's a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. So I'm really, really, really looking forward to that. She's going to be the first guest here on Wrapping with Rabbi Rachel, and rightfully so. I am honored and grateful and humbled that she has chosen to be my first guest on this show. So I'm hoping you'll all join me for that. And until then, let's just stop and be where we are. We know that we're doing our best, but that we have the power of choice. We have the power to question everything. We have the power to ask, who am I? So I can say, I am. So I hope everyone has a beautiful, beautiful day, a beautiful evening, a beautiful moment, wherever you are, whatever you may be doing. And I look forward to seeing you next time with Goldie here with me as well. Shaloha.